0: In the 26th century, Earth thrives after recovering from nearly total ecological catastrophe. To prevent similar disasters from happening on other worlds, Earth and the Galactic Confederation built a massive interstellar arc, the zoo ship Gaia. Commanded by Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Gaia's mission is to protect wildlife and habitats on worlds throughout the galaxy. These are their adventures. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents... Gaia's Voyages, Episode 1, Disaster at Zaphoni, Part 1.
1: Ow! Bloody bugs! (laughs) The scenery might be beautiful, but the bugs are atrocious. Home in the rainforest, where bugs like to make their nests. They bite you all night until you look afraid and are scratching yourself the next day.
2: Well, you did wish to travel here, Commander.
1: Didn't you use the repellent I gave you? I practically bathed in it. But there must be something about me that the bugs like.
2: Ow! You'll get used to them sooner or later.
1: If you say so. <laughs> At least the food makes up for the bugs. Those fruits you forged up for us were delicious! And the fish, oh, tomorrow you'll have to teach me spearfishing. I'll do that, but for now we should turn in. we have got a long way to go tomorrow. You're the guide! I'll just curl up in my little bag and hope the bugs don't keep their way through. Hey, uh, hey! What's that light up there? It looks like a shuttle. Were you expecting company? No, I wasn't. Blast it. Captain Tate told me I had these weeks off. I've been planning it for a year now. And landing right on top of us. Jeez! Out of the way, out of the way! All right, whoever you are, you better have a darn good excuse for interrupting my vacation unless you want to end up food for piranha and crocodiles with really sharp pointy teeth.
3: Hello, beautiful.
1: Mycroft? What? Uh, You... bloody
4: hell.
3: Ah, as charming as always, my dear.
1: What are you doing here? You never like bugs. And believe me, the ones down here are big as hippos.
3: My, my, how the mighty have fallen. To see the great Captain Elizabeth Munro, who has taken on starfighters by the squadron, brought low by the mere Mosquito.
1: There's nothing mere about them, and they haven't brought... Me. Wait. Wait a second. Captain (laughs) Munro?
3: I knew that would get your attention. Fleet headquarters has been trying to get a hold of you for days now, and Admiral had to order Captain Tate to give up your location. You seem to think you'd be a bit... (sighs) miffed at being disturbed.
1: He was right about that. But, what's this whole captain business? And why send you?
3: Oh, I volunteered. I know how you can get in your bad moods and thought anyone else might end up as, uh, what was it? As food for piranhas and crocodiles.
1: And the bloody bugs.
3: And the bloody bugs. But, to the point, you've been officially named captain of the Gaia. So, pack up your... Handbag and whatnot, and let's be off. Your chariot awaits.
1: Wait a minute. The Gaia? The zoo ship? She's mine?
3: Indeed, she is, Captain. The sentient city ship, the pride of the fleet. All yours. All yours. And you were due aboard her two days ago, so chop chop.
1: Two days? On nuts! Come on, we need to pack and get going. We'll drop you off in civilization on our way.
2: Yes, Captain.
1: Very kind, Command. Captain. (laughs) Come on, Mike. Put those English hands of yours to good use. There's a bucket over there. Put out that fire and strike my tent. I outrank you now, so consider that an order.
3: No, command isn't going to your head at all, Captain, sir. Mom. I shall never survive.
1: Yes, you will. Come on, trust me. You need some field experience after being cooped up at HQ all this time.
3: I would hardly call this field experience, Captain.
1: Oh, you should. I'm half-minded to drag you along when I finally get a chance to finish this vacation.
3: You never choose civilized vacations, this time the Amazon, last time an African safari to observe cats of all things. Why do you never take in Paris, or London, or Rome? Even Miami would be preferable.
1: I get enough civilization on ship. I come out here to relax, take in the scenery, go fishing, Oh, get away from it all. Besides, you're the one who's always telling me I have to exercise more. Is that your way of telling me I'm fat?
3: I would never. Especially to someone who outranks me.
1: <laughs> come on, Mike, you're lollygagging. Let's get going. Hate cleveland i hope never to come back
0: here ah commander beckert
3: you made it back safely indeed please inform the admiral that we have arrived may i present captain monroe the admiral left standing orders that you both be sent through immediately
5: go right in ah captain monroe i am glad to see the commander here was able to find you please do come in both of you
1: thank you sir sit
5: sit First of all, congratulations on your promotion, Captain. Gaia is finally ready, and she's about ready to be turned on for the first time at her fully sentient capacity.
1: So she's alive, then?
5: As alive as any advanced computer system can be, perhaps a bit more in her case. She is the height of achievement for our fleet scientists. As you know, all the best minds in the Confederation have been working on her for years now. There was much debate about whom to put in command, but we decided on you.
1: Might I ask why, sir? Meaning no disrespect, there are others out there with much more seniority and experience.
5: True, but you have the right mix of scientific experience, combat experience, and uh, taste for adventure, shall we say, that we feel would be best suited to command her, considering Gaia's mission. And your record is spotless. Captain Tate gave you the highest recommendation.
1: I shall be sure to thank him, Admiral. So... What exactly is so important? Not that I'm not grateful for the promotion, sir, but it was rather abrupt.
5: True. And I do apologize for taking you away from what I am sure was a much-needed vacation. However, we have reports from our long-range monitors that the Cofoni system is set to go Supernova in a month's time. Good
1: lord! There's billions of people down there, not to mention the wildlife!
3: But Zafoni star isn't of a type that would go Nova for centuries. It's not nearly large enough.
5: We know, and thankfully, it's got our boys and girls stumped. Three days ago, the star suddenly increased in size to a dangerous degree. The inner planets were completely incinerated, and much of the atmosphere of Zofoni Prime was lost. Luckily, the colony moon of Tupari was on the opposite side of the planet, or it might have lost full atmosphere as well. As it is, the ozone layer was destroyed. Only an emergency installation of one of the heaviest radiation shields we possessed saved the rest of the moon from destruction.
1: But the star is still set to go nova. We have to evacuate as soon as possible.
5: Exactly. They are mobilizing the entire available fleet for the rescue mission, Gaia leading. Your mission, Captain, is to rescue the ecology of the moon, the breeding colonies of as many of their rare and endangered species as you can, before the star finally Goes. Rescue specialists from around the Confed have pledged their support, as have the best planetary zoologists and the top field experts in the biological sciences, ecological specialists, and so on. You will be ferrying those who are based on Earth, Mars, and the Titan colonies, but they will be under your command. More will be joining you from the outer planets on
3: the way. Even with all that manpower, sir, a month is not much
5: time. The rescue specialists will save the pets. I want you and the zoologists to focus on the endangered species. Additional ships will be put at your disposal, but use Gaia's shuttles for the wildlife. Gaia already has a third of her modules converted to similar ecological conditions on both land and sea. Any resources you need, you will get. Your crew is already aboard, Captain, and your flight window is in 14 hours.
1: I understand, Admiral. I'm sure those chosen for the crew will work well for this mission. I do have one request, however. What is that, Captain? I want Commander Beckert here to be my exec.
3: Me? What did I do?
1: (laughs) Because you're the best, Mike. Next to me, of course. And I want the best. Plus, I know you and you know me. You'll always tell me what you think... I need that, and I want that.
5: Indeed you will, Captain. We anticipated your request. The commando was assigned as your first officer the moment you were promoted. And you didn't tell me because... Didn't want to ruin the surprise, son. The look on your face was quite worth it.
1: (laughs) Can't argue with that. You did look rather like a landed fish.
3: I'm not the only one who has things they'd rather keep unsaid, Captain.
1: So, Admiral... Might I ask who is appointed as the rest of my bridge crew?
5: Certainly.
3: Your security chief is Lieutenant Borask Akindoran. Huge but extremely strong people. Good choice, sir.
5: Indeed. They are seeking to join the Confederation. They are sending him with you mostly as a goodwill gesture. He is also to act as their ambassador to the world the Gaia shall encounter.
1: A ten-foot-tall man who seems made entirely of rock. Hmm. Yeah, people will certainly think twice about causing trouble when he is about...
5: The head keeper is Dr. Jonathan He has traveled all over, assisting zoologists on some of the farthest outposts. Got his leg bit off once, but that didn't stop him. Just got a cybernetic one instead. I think it improved his mobility.
1: I like the sound of him already.
3: Sounds like you would enjoy your idea of a vacation.
5: Your chief medical officer is Dr. Candice Andomo.
3: Andomo, I've heard of her. She's about the best you can get. I heard she was interested in xenomedical medical research. She
5: specifically requested the guy here. She does not stand for nonsense, so try not to drive her away, Captain.
1: I'm not the one she should be worried about, Admiral. Should
3: I be insulted?
1: Definitely.
5: Doctor Squeezed Filigot is your head's veterinarian. He is one of the Zim and has proven quite adept in the field.
1: One of the Zim. They're insectoids. Ooh, that proved quite interesting.
5: If you thought that was interesting, you would be even more surprised by your communications officer. Loyna McCall is a macaw.
3: A scarlet macaw, I believe. Wait a minute. A parrot. We have a parrot as a communications officer.
5: Do not worry. Loyna McCall is one of the species of sentient parrots who have attained full citizenship. There are not many of them, unfortunately, but McCall is an absolute genius with languages. <laughs> And I a poker player. <laughs> a parrot card shirt. Right and Commander Desdemona is your science officer. She is one of the Silora.
3: Oh, a shapeshifter. I've always wanted to meet one of them. There are no better scientists in the galaxy.
5: Should
1: I be insulted?
3: Definitely.
5: And ZT-39V3, your chief engineer, is an artificially sentient person. Like Gaia herself, he was designed specifically for the ship and is quite knowledgeable, if a bit eccentric. He seems to like making modifications to himself.
1: Well... As long as he doesn't blow up the ship, he can modify himself as much as he likes.
5: (laughs) Well, he has not yet done that. So there was a bonfire that he himself managed to start when one of his uh, little experiments went wrong.
3: Delightful. A rock, a parrot, a bug, and a shifter. And now a robot with a few screws loose.
1: Oh, you have more than a few screws that are wound a bit too tight, Commander. But I still like you fine.
3: At least all my screws are inside my head. You were saying, Admiral?
5: (laughs) Hey, Lieutenant André Anjou is your helm officer.
3: Ah, good. I know him, Captain. I served with him. A bit of a dandy, obsessed with Dumas, the Three Musketeers. But one of the best pilots you could ask for.
1: Uh, Dandy? <laughs> Who uses that term anymore? Um, well, we uh, certainly are an eclectic bunch. This will be extremely interesting, Admiral.
5: The only other crew member is Gaia herself, and you already know about her. Once you get to the ship, we will turn her fully on, and you can introduce yourselves. But for now, time is of the essence. You two have much work to do. Hurry along now.
1: Thank you, sir.
5: And the captain? Good luck.
1: It's good to be piloting again. Oh, I can't wait to see the Gaia. What do you think, Mike?
3: Of the mission or your piloting skills? Watch out for that satcom.
1: <laughs> I'm not that bad, Mycroft. I missed it by at least ten feet.
3: I feel a headache coming on.
1: Darn side seat drivers. Oh, look, there she is.
3: That is most impressive. She must be 20 miles in diameter, at least, and about 30 long.
1: Look at all the modules. She looks like a gigantic coral reef. Just think about how many species that ship can hold, Mike.
3: Each module is detachable, essentially its own self-contained pod complete with engines, shields, atmosphere for the ecologies, and basic weaponry. Almost the entire ship is made up of these modules like a big 3D jigsaw puzzle. When all the modules are detached, you're left with the warship to face any battle that comes our way while the pods sail behind us, out of the line of fire.
1: I certainly hope so.
3: It'll be quite the surprise when it's used against any enemies who might pop up.
1: Let's hope it won't come to that. Here, let's head in. We need to get underway. Ah.
6: This is the new ship guy calling channel Polaris. Coming. Polaris!
3: That must be Polly. Ask if she wants a cracker, I dare you.
6: This is
1: Polaris, Captain Monroe speaking. We are on final approach.
6: Captain! It's good to hear your voice. Ah! the Gaia. to one. Thank
1: you, Lieutenant McCall.
3: This is going to take some getting used to.
1: Come now. Where's your sense of adventure?
3: I think I left it in the Amazon with your tent.
1: We'll just have to go back there and get it. We're a few hours from casting off. By the way, Mike, I meant what I said before. There really is no one else I'd rather have as my XO. Thanks for taking the post.
3: Anytime, Captain. And thanks for having me. Someone has to be around to get you out of trouble. You never were good at being good. Trouble's more fun. Live a little, Mike. yeah what shit? Not upside down. You're supposed to show a good example.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, relax, Peter. You're not in front of Buckingham
3: Palace. No, I'm upside down at the moment. Instead, try not to lose my lunch, and I am not stuffy. Now, this situation is serious. Ah, oh, enough with the corkscrew. Bah, you're no fun. You love to torture me, don't you?
1: It's not my mission in life. Just one of the perks.
3: If I'd known back in university what well, I do now...
1: You would have swept me off my feet and dragged me back to your lair.
3: More likely to toss you down a well.
1: But bit chilly, there. I think i prefer the other option.
3: Will you please stop spinning the shuttle about?
1: <laughs> Better now.
3: Much, thanks. Have you gotten that out of your system?
1: I suppose so. For now. (laughs) Come on, let's land this bird and then get down to business. We have a planet to evacuate.
6: just landed and is on her way here. Commander Beckert is with her.
4: It shall be interesting to meet her. She's well known, a good officer, if a bit unconventional. Oh, and
2: oh, she is said to be beautiful, huh? bon.
0: She is your captain, human. Keep your glands in check before I have to save you when she tries to remove them.
4: An interesting choice of words, Lieutenant.
3: Uh, what was that, Lieutenant? Ahem, <clears throat> uh, he's
0: nothing, Commander.
1: Welcome aboard, Captain. Commander. Thank you. Are the various groups on board?
0: Yes, Captain. We await only Gaia's awakening and your orders before we get underway.
1: Right. Let's wake Sleeping Beauty with a kiss, then, shall we? Gaia, implement activation order Pi Omega 337. Authorization, Monroe 265-Beta-Beta-10. Greetings, Captain. I am Gaia. Good to meet you, Gaia. Are you fully functional and ready for operation? I wish we had time to have a cup of tea and get to know one another, but we have a star about to go Nova in a month's time and a planet to evacuate. Understood, Captain. I am fully functional and ready to leave orbit. Fleet dock has cleared us for departure. Good. Lieutenant McCall, send to all decks, prepare for departure. Also, before we jump, I want a meeting of all senior officers, including medical and zoo specialists, in my office. Lieutenant Anjou, take us out of orbit and head for the nearest jump point outside the system. Let's get to Zafani as quick as we can, if you please.
2: Oui, mon capitaine.
1: I want to welcome you aboard the Gaia, and I look forward to working with you all. We'll have time for more formal introductions later, but for now, down to business. As you might know, for unknown reasons, the Zafani Star is set to go supernova in a month's time. The inner planets are already incinerated, as the star is expanding at an alarming rate. The moon of Zafani Prime, Tupari, supports life and, in fact, has a thriving ecosystem, and was colonized several decades ago. That colony must be completely evacuated. We are also charged with saving the animals and as much of the native flora and fauna as we can. Dr. Noah?
2: Yes, Captain?
1: What is the status of the modules devoted to this mission?
2: They're ready and waiting with extra status generators and cocoons ready to keep the animals safe and immobile. I had them activate the modular closest to the interior of the ship to help protect against radiation damage.
1: Very good. And the civilian specialists and others who have come to help?
2: They have several other modules nearby where they're setting up vet services and holding areas. There are several thousands of those people, Captain, and they're all ready to go. Worried, of course, but ready. Botanical
1: and Ecological Specialists.
2: Studying the native species and already formed into units and shifts based on their specialities. We have all the equipment we need, and our bays are packed full of shuttles. Given the time limit, in effect, we don't have to be as worried about not causing damage. Well, we seem to be in good shape.
1: Gaia? Yes, Captain? Please make all the scientific information on Zafani's native ecology and biology available at my personal computer. I would like a list of the more endangered species at the top, as well as numbers of each species needed to keep a viable genetic population. Also, any food, water, and special environments needed for them to prosper. Make this information available to all our scientific personnel as well. Work with Lieutenant Commander Xanthaxis on this. Of course, Captain.
6: Yes, Captain.
1: What are the current conditions in system, Lieutenant Commander? Radiation levels are alarmingly high and raising all the
4: time. We're going to have to keep our shields up at all times if we wish to avoid any permanent damage. Tavori already has one of the strongest radiation shields in position, but we're carrying several more to layer upon it for added protection. The star might not go nova for a month, but we have at most half that before the radiation will heat to overload those systems.
3: That's going to make it extremely hard to accomplish our mission.
1: What about the moon's population? Most of the
4: evacuation efforts have already been completed. Those who are left are mainly specialists who are even now caging pets and doing their best to secure in stasis samples of the local ecology.
6: In the case of the mainly gathering as many samples of seeds as they can in stockpiles for easy loading. Also, they are gathering as much genetic material from every species that they come across and storing it in sizes. Each sample can be used for loading purposes. We should do the same. Each individual plant and animal we come across needs to be sampled. Even freshly dead bodies. It might be a bit distasteful, but it could be the last hope of saving this planet's ecology. Mm. But this will not be easy. There are already injuries due to the radiation. In addition, there are reports of riots and other damage caused by panic and, well, there is of the Apocalypse, according to reports.
1: (sighs) I was afraid of that. We'll have to send security down with all teams, especially those that go down into the cities. Lieutenant Barasque, that will be your responsibility. Do not use deadly force unless absolutely necessary.
0: Yes, Captain. I have already started working on a duty roster and recruited extra security personnel for the ground teams.
1: Very good. Now, ZT-39V3.
2: ZEET, please, Captain. There's no need for my full name. It gets quite oh. lengthy.
1: ZEET, then. I want you to work with Gaia to keep her in tip-top condition and, above all else, our shield strong. If you can find a way to improve them, and that of Tuperi, you might save many lives, including our own.
2: Oh, you don't have to tell me twice. I'll do my best. I look forward to working with the beautiful Gaia. Beautiful? Why, of course. The epitome of mechanical engineering with a voice like the purr of the finest engine, and a form of such grease and efficiency that it could make any
3: sentient mechanoid fall
2: apart out of ecstasy. (laughs) Oh, hmm, Sacre bleu! The robot is a romantic! Que surprise! I must remember that line! <laughs> ah!
1: Remove his plants!
2: Merde! Bloody parrot!
1: Lieutenant Anjou, you shall work with McCall to coordinate communication and transportation efforts. I want the shuttles to move quickly and efficiently, and Gaia needs to remain on the far side of Tuperia away from the star. McCall, I want you to stay in constant contact with the planet planetary government and all our forces down there. Communication will be essential, especially if anything goes wrong.
6: Yes, Captain!
1: Dr. Ndomo, ready in bed bay for any injuries that might happen. I expect there to be some considering the large amount and types of animals, not to mention the human population. Widespread inoculations against radiation as well. Certainly get done. Anything else? No? Good. Back to work, people. We have a lot to do and very little time in which to do it. I don't like this, Mike. No matter what, this is going to end badly. An entire solar system will be destroyed. We haven't a chance of saving everything...
3: We can only save as much as we can, Elizabeth. But if any ship has a chance of saving the most, this ship does. Despite the rather eccentric mix, I think we have the absolute best on this ship.
1: Oh, I know. It's just a very large responsibility. Part of me wishes I was back with the bugs.
3: Hey, cheer up. There'll probably be really big alien bugs we'll need to collect.
1: (laughs) Come on, Beefeater. Let's get this oversized tub on the move. Lieutenant Anjou, are we ready to open up the wormhole? Oui,
2: mon
3: capitaine. McCool, any word from us?
6: They wish us luck, sir, and good journey. We have permission to jump when ready. Zeke. Loud and clear. Eyes in the sky. How
1: are things down in engineering? Is everything ready for the jump?
2: We're good to go, Captain. I cannot wait to see this gorgeous lady strut
1: herself. Strut? I have not been awake long enough to strut. Though the compliment is appreciated, Zeke. Are you ready to jump, Gaia? This will be your first one. I have been running extensive tests of all my systems and engines with Zeed's assistance, Captain. I am ready and quite eager to get underway. Though, I suggest we have shields up just in case. Good idea, Gaia. Lieutenant Barask, raise shields to their maximum, especially the radiation shields.
7: Yes, Captain.
1: Everyone strap in. This could be a bumpy ride. Well, I might as well get used to this cushy chair. Damn the impossibilities. Full speed ahead, boys. Lieutenant Anjou, engage.
0: Next time on Gaia's Voyages, the crew arrive at Zafani with a bang.
4: Gaia,
1: what's going on? Zafani has expanded further than estimated! We're too close! Solar
4: flare, incoming!
3: Lieutenant Anju, evasive maneuvers, get us out to a safe distance!
0: Dr. Noah begins rescue operations.
2: Alright, people, you're the captain. This is it. The entire planet's ecology is at stake. These people are losing everything, and it is up to us to save whatever we can.
4: Did you say this is a One more time. I'm going to let like you. This is such a dirty project. Yeah. Oh, I always forget how much I hate space travel.
0: And a couple of stowaways get into some unexpected trouble.
2: Oh, no.
6: Nanny, run! Ah!
0: Gaia's Voyages, only at Broken Sea Audio, www.brokensea.com.
4: The Eagle and Child Pub in Oxford. It's 1933, and while life is normally quite dull around here, there are three blokes lately
0: who... Valkyries! We saw Valkyries! I jolly well hope that by the end of term not a mythological creature is ever seen again.
4: I would that they had never existed.
0: Um, I hate to point this out, Worsley, but usually by definition, if it is mythological, it never existed.
7: (laughs) Now you're confusing me. I thought that was my calling in life.
4: Normally I wouldn't believe a word they told me, but seeing as last week Ares, God of War, was in the pub, causing thirty quid of damage, I might add, The Fiend, I'm beginning to expect the unexpected round here. Oi, I thought I ordered a shepherd's pie. Coming!
1: Broken Sea Audio Productions, Maudlin. Join the mayhem at brokensea.com Journey
7: to a faraway land where swords and sorcery decide the fate of kingdoms. Travel the paths of warriors and wizards as they fulfill a forgotten prophecy, culminating in a furious battle between the forces of darkness and light. Adventures begin in a humble tavern filled with tall tales and dark secrets. Sit thee down and hearken to the saga of the Grog and Griffin. Only at Westlake Films in conjunction with Broken Sea Audio, where fantasy audio is forged.
4: In the year 1988, the crime rate in the United States rises 400%. The once great city of New York becomes the one maximum security prison for the entire country. A 50-foot containment wall is erected along the New Jersey shoreline, across the Harlem River, and down along the Brooklyn shoreline. It completely surrounds Manhattan Island, All bridges and waterways are mined. The United States police force, like an army, is encamped around the island. The prison's name, New York Maximum Security Penitentiary, Manhattan Island. There are no guards inside the prison. Only prisoners and the worlds they have made. This is the Broken Sea Audio production of Escape from New York.
7: You go in, find the president, bring him out in 24 hours, and you're a free man. I'll think about it. No time. Give me an answer. So get a new president. Trade center dead ahead. Should be there. Now. <sighs>
0: Guy's Voyages, Episode One: Disaster at Zafani, Part One, featuring the voice talents of Elaine Barrett as Captain Elizabeth Monroe, David Alt as Commander Mycroft Beckert, Elizabeth Rast as the Guide, Michael Liebman as the Secretary, David Alexander McDonald as Admiral Scott Renee Christine Jones as Lieutenant Commander Desdemona Zanthaxis and Lieutenant McCall, Captain John Tadrzak as Doctor Jonathan Noah, Ara Pollody as Doctor Candace Sundomo. Christy Plotkin as Dr. Squidjurt Filigort. James Rossi as Zeet. Melissa Mippa-Johnson as Gaia. Abner Cenaries as Lieutenant Andre Anjou. And Bruce Busby as Lieutenant Borask. Written, cast, directed, produced, and engineered by Elaine V. Barrett. Script editor, Seth Adam Scher. Original Gaia's Voyage's main title music by Sam Haft. Additional music lights camera jumper in prison shadows by david alexander mcdonald at launch majestic hills impending boom in action by kevin mcleod at incompetech.com released in 2009 the series is dedicated to everyone who has aided in environmental conservation animal welfare or disaster relief efforts around the world together we can make a difference for more behind-the-scenes information on Gaia's voyages, as well as other audio drama offerings, please visit us on the web at www.brokensea.com. Thanks for listening.
4: <laughs> okay, not always easy, Elaine, is it?
0: First of all, uh, correction to my lines for episode one. Uh, <laughs> I goofed, and as tired as I was, uh, apparently I demoted Desdemona. Oops. Renee Christine Jones as Lieutenant Desdemona's Antaxis and Lieutenant McCall.